This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are going to be talking about the four boxes that you need to be checking to build unbreakable cardio. Now, why did I want to bring this topic to you? The reason, the number one reason that I wanted to bring this topic to you is because when I speak to athletes online or even athletes that actually start working with me, in the beginning, generally, they're very good at working hard. I don't know too many athletes that are competing at high levels or aspiring to compete at high levels that aren't at least already training hard. But the problem and where a lot of them are falling short is they're checking one box. They're doing one thing really well, and they're missing all the other steps that it takes in order to actually get the gas tank they want and actually get the results they want in the sport. So what I want to go through today is I want to give you a little something to think about. I want to give you a little something to think about in terms of exactly how you're training, exactly how effective your training actually is, and then what you need to start doing more of in order to see that next level. Because regardless of who you are, regardless of how high you've climbed, you have improvements that you can continue to make. Even if right now cardio isn't an issue for you, I guarantee if you're early in your career, you're going to start reaching the level where you're facing guys whose cardio or girls whose cardio is even better than yours. And in turn, cardio now becomes an issue that you need to start working on to play catch up. But if you can start working on these things right away, now cardio doesn't become an issue down the road because even though yours is good right now, you're doing extra work to start working on actually improving it more. Um, And the big thing there that I want to touch on as well before we get into the details is when I say you're doing extra work to improve it more, I don't even necessarily mean you're doing more work. What I really mean is that you're doing the right work and you're spending your time in the right areas to make sure that we're actually having the improvements you want to see and we're not wasting time doing work that isn't actually giving you the maximum benefit. So let's get into it. When it comes to building unbreakable cardio, we're going to stick to speaking to the combat athletes out there. So I see a couple of fighters that have tuned in already. I appreciate you guys who are all here. We're going to start, we're going to stick to talking to the combat athletes out there. But yeah, there are four boxes that we need to be thinking about. The first one is the aerobic system. Now, this one is the one that a lot of people tend to actually be concentrated on more, which is a great start. But the problem is they're not really, they don't tend to be going about it the right way. Now, the role of the aerobic system in the body, I'm not going to get super scientific about it, um, but the role of the aerobic system in the body is essentially to be the body's generator. So as you train, as you compete, as you fight, your aerobic system is what is basically regenerating the energy that you're using as you continue to use it. So the drawback of the aerobic system is that it can't do this at an extremely high rate, but you can actually train it to be able to do it at a higher rate. So to put it, well, I'm trying to find the right way to explain it to make it understandable, um, but 
basically what I see a lot of athletes doing is I see a lot of athletes that do a lot of long distance running. Now I'm not going to sit here and say that long distance running is bad or that you shouldn't do it. But what I will tell you is it's not the best use of your time when it comes to actually building conditioning specific for fighting. And the reason is that if you're spending all your time doing these long distance runs, then you're training your body to move slower for a longer duration of time. You're training your aerobic system to slowly regenerate energy for a longer period of time. Now, I get what you might be thinking is, great, I want my aerobic system working for the duration of my fight, so I want it to be regenerating energy for a longer period of time. But the issue with this is that when you fight, you're moving explosively, you're moving fast, you're moving in repeated explosive efforts, you're not moving at one slow, steady pace for the duration of the fight. So in order to have your aerobic system optimally trained to step into the ring or the cage, depending on the length of time you're fighting and depending on exactly what sport you're fighting in, the aerobic system needs to be fit to regenerate energy faster to fuel those faster, more explosive, higher intensity exercises. So if you're doing aerobic work and all you're doing is going for, you know, five mile runs, 10 mile runs, whatever it might be, then yes, your aerobic system is improving. And yes, you might be seeing benefit in terms of the effects it's having on your fights right now. But the time you're spending and the results you're getting from that specific to the fight that you're looking to improve in is absolutely not optimal. So what you want to start doing, if you're truly going to train the aerobic system in a way that's going to build unbreakable cardio for fighting, what you want to start doing is start shortening that distance and upping that pace. So I know you're trying to keep as high a pace as you can for those, you know, five mile runs, 10 mile runs, whatever it is you're doing. But if you're working in bursts of two to five minutes and keeping a high consistent pace for that, now you're teaching your aerobic system to work at an even higher pace. And then because of the nature of the sport, it's not just one steady pace through the whole time. Your aerobic system is going to be better equipped to actually regenerate energy faster so that when you hit the sport and you're exploding and repeating and exploding and repeating, you're going to be able to actually match that and your aerobic system's not going to get fatigued while you fight. So that's box number one. Box number two, and this is one that I see a lot of athletes overlooking, is the anaerobic systems. Now I'm going to group them together. There are two of them, but I am going to group them together just for simplicity's sake, just so you can understand kind of what you need to be doing more of to actually hit that anaerobic system effectively and actually have the result you're looking for in a fight. So the first thing that you need to start thinking of if you want to start hitting your anaerobic system and developing the power that you're actually looking for that's going to translate to fighting, the first thing you need to think about with the anaerobic system is maximum intensity efforts with complete breaks. So the anaerobic system, think about your fight or flight response. You know, your body's ability to just absolutely explode life or death situation or in specific to a fight think max effort combination, throwing three, four, five, six shots as hard as you can, trying to finish your opponent, and then stepping back out. What tends to happen is when people aren't training their anaerobic systems effectively, they go, jump in, throw those three, four, five, six shots, and then when they step out, they've 
drained their anaerobic reserve and in turn their aerobic system is taking longer to regenerate the energy they need and because that's not happening quickly that's when you start to feel that fatigue set in that feeling like you're going to throw up and ultimately gassing out which is something that i know nobody wants to ever have happen so if you want to mitigate this if you want to make sure that you're improving in every area of cardio every area of conditioning and building that unbreakable cardio that you need to compete at the highest level you need anaerobic training in your weekly training regimen now generally i focus more on this as we draw closer and closer to the fights so this would be more, you know, three to four weeks out. That's where a lot of the shift would go to more anaerobic work. It's going to depend a little bit on the athlete, but that's kind of a general idea for me. Now, what, how I would do this is generally one to two times a week sets. I do them as every minute on the minute sets or EMOMs, as you might have heard of them if you've been training for a while. But the real key is, again, five to ten seconds of absolute maximum intensity effort followed by the rest of the minute as a break. So one of my favorite ways to do it is with medicine ball slams, five medicine ball slams as hard as you can possibly go, followed by a break until the top of the minute. And then at the one minute mark, you go again, the two minute mark, you go again, all the way through to we usually do 10 to 12 rounds. Now, what this is going to teach your body to do is this is going to teach your body to absolutely output as much force as you can. And in turn, be able to train your body to recover that max effort ability as fast as possible. So what I really want you to, what I really want you to think about when it comes to, you know, the anaerobic training is making sure that you are hitting these efforts at 100% or as close to 100% as possible. So if you're doing that session, that medicine ball session that I mentioned, and you start noticing after set number six or seven, you're really slowing down and the effort's not coming out with as much power. This means you're draining your, your anaerobic system. And in turn, you're not going to be able to get as much out of it moving forward. So cut it at that fifth or sixth set, wherever it starts to diminish and call it there for that session. So this part of conditioning is extremely important. Everybody talks about the pace, being able to push the pace for longer. But if your body's not able to explode like that, you're not going to be able to fight at the high pace you need, even if you've been putting in all the miles every week. So the next block that we need to talk about when it comes to unbreakable conditioning, and I know this one is going to hit some people a little bit funny, is strength. If you want the cardio to be able to push a pace on anyone, your body needs to be strong. That's it. Your body needs to be strong. And this doesn't mean getting in and starting a powerlifting program where your goal is just to lift as much weight as possible. You need to build strength in, a, in movement patterns that are going to actually translate to improving your ability in sport. So what do I mean when I say that? Instead of thinking, how much weight can I lift? Start thinking about how I'm lifting the weight. Start thinking about what muscles you're getting engaged, how those patterns are going to translate to better movement while you're actually in the cage or the ring. So as you continue to build strength, what happens? This is your body's foundation. So what happens is as your body gets stronger, as your muscles become more well-balanced, first of all, you're more resilient to injury. So if you're lifting weights, you're less likely to get hurt from the sport itself. 
still injuries still happen, but the stronger you are, the less of those little tweaks and pulls and everything like that tend to happen because your body is stronger and can take more impact without actually succumbing to injury. So that's the first thing. The second thing is every movement you make is going to take less energy. Let me say that again. Every movement you make is going to take less energy. If you are 20% stronger, then that same snapping jab that you're throwing is taking 20% less effort to throw out. So every time you use it, it's taking 20% less effort. And if it's taking 20% less effort every time you use it, even without doing any conditioning work, you're already going to have an improved gas tank from where you are right now. So strength work is absolutely crucial when it comes to improving your gas tank and building the unbreakable cardio you're looking for. Now, we've been through the first three boxes, aerobic, anaerobic, and strength. The last one that I want to touch on, and this one is actually going to be probably the most crucial of any of them, is movement efficiency. So what do I mean when I say that? If we can teach your body to move more efficiently, if we can teach your body to move in patterns that use less energy, that don't take away from what you're actually doing in the sport, now again, every time you move, you're using less energy. And if you're using less energy every time you move, that means you can move for longer without gassing out. You can move for longer without losing pace and without and by and actually being able to continue to push pace on other people. So by improving the movement patterns, improving the muscle engagement through the body, you're going to be able to improve your conditioning without actually doing any conditioning work. So the reason that I bring this all to you guys is because the main principles of my company are trying to get athletes the best result possible in the least amount of time. Because I hear so many of you guys out there saying, you know, I'm doing 20 miles a week. I'm running 25 kilometers a week. I'm running five kilometers three times a week. Like all of these, don't get me wrong. I admire the work ethic, but you guys are doing all of these sessions that are not giving you the best bang for your buck. And then you're talking about how you can't add in an extra strength session because you're doing all this running, but that extra strength session is going to be more beneficial to you than that extra run. Because if your aerobic system is good already, but you're weak as shit, you're still leaving conditioning. You're, you're still leaving your conditioning up to chance. But if your aerobic system is good, your strength is good, your power is good, you're moving well, now you're covering all the bases. And if you're covering all the bases, if every piece of the puzzle is taken care of, you have that unbreakable conditioning that you're looking for and you're able to push a pace on anybody that steps in the ring in front of you or anybody that steps in the cage in front of you. So that is it. That is all. I hope you got some value from this. I hope you were able to take something away from this. Even more so, as you listen to this, my invitation for you is to ask yourself, which of these boxes are you not checking? Which of these boxes are you not checking? Because I speak to a lot of guys out there, like I mentioned, that you know they're doing all their runs. They're running every day. They're running four or five times a week, whatever it is, but they're never lifting a weight. Now, if you could improve your conditioning more by running less and lifting weights one or two times a week, and you'd start to see benefits in 
in injury risk reduction. So, you know, not getting hurt as often as you do right now, you start to notice that, you know, your body feels better and your body feels fresher after hard training sessions. You start to notice that your power improves. So instead of having to work on just throwing light volume, you're actually able to start putting your opponents to sleep. How much better is that going to actually serve you when it comes to competing than just continuing to run every single day like you are right now? So my invitation for you is to look at these four boxes, think about these four boxes, and ask yourself, which one are you not checking? Which one are you not thinking about in your week? Are you regularly strength training two to three times a week? Are you doing your aerobic work you know, two to three times a week? Are you doing anaerobic work at all? A lot of people don't do that with their conditioning because they're too focused on the aerobic. Are you working on your movement efficiency? Are you actually thinking about how you're lifting weights, how you're jumping, how you're sprinting? Or are you just getting into the ring and swing until, swinging for the fences until someone pulls you off? Because if you can start checking all four of these boxes, start working on improving in every one of these areas, you're going to start noticing that your conditioning improves rapidly. And if your conditioning starts improving rapidly, what starts to happen is you start to win more fights. You start to make it further in your career. And in turn, you actually end up building the career you want instead of falling off before. So now that is it. That is all. I hope you got some value from this. I hope you learned a little something. If you did, I would love to know what it is. Drop me a comment or leave a review for the podcast so that I can actually see what parts of these shows are hitting for you. And I can touch more on those areas that you guys are struggling with. So I appreciate you all for taking the time to tune in. Everyone who tuned in live, thank you. And make sure to do that for me. And I hope you all have a fantastic rest of the day. And I'll talk to you all again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.